0: Debbie, it's so great to see you. Thank you for taking some time to join us on Optimal Insights. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Well, Jeff, thank you for having me. I am honored that you called upon me for this.
0: <laughs> I'm the honored one. You're the <laughs> guest. I'm just I'm just here to uh to make you look good and make Kaylee Ridge look good and and get all the information out to uh to our seniors and to those that are looking to to find a great place for their loved one to live. And so I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. We've tried to put this together for months, and finally it all came together today.
1: Busy lives that we have. I'm glad we made it happen.
0: It sure is. So before we get started, I would like to learn a little bit more about you. I know that you've been in the senior industry for quite a long time, uh, even before you got to Kaylee Ridge. So give us a, a little insight into your experience and, and your insight into senior care.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. I've been in senior care about 20 years. I started out in a non-medical home care company capacity and kind of grew in that. I actually found my job there accidentally. I was an elementary school teacher and I was looking for a summer gig and found this part-time position, which turned into a full-time position, which turned into me going into college to Finesse my geriatric background, if you will. Um, I worked with a non-medical home care company for about six years, and I've been at Kaylee Ridge for thirteen. I've had thirteen years. I, yeah, I've had a little training in Alzheimer's. I've um, done everything I could to kind of enhance my own background to help me do my job as best.
0: That's as great. Possible. And and so thirteen years is a long time. You've seen a lot happen at Kaylee Ridge, and I want to get into some of the things that make Kaylee Ridge unique in a few minutes. Uh, but tell us a little bit, what is your specific job role, your title? I'm
1: the director of sales and marketing in our building. Prior to just Kaylee Ridge, I was the Colorado director of sales and marketing. We had three other properties, but uh, and I helped with the memory care property. But now we only own the one property here in town, and
0: I'm it. <laughs> One of the things that makes Kaylee Ridge unique is its connection with Medicaid, uh, which opens up all kinds of opportunities for families in need. And I wanted for you to just expound on that a little bit, if you would.
1: Absolutely, most communities are private pay communities, and if you do run out of money, then you either have to move out or find family to move in with. Kaylee Ridge is a Medicaid community. We have a loan with CHAP, which is the Colorado Housing Authority, and. Mm-hmm. Because of that loan, we are required to have a certain percentage of people on Medicaid in our building, but we have double that. We offer Medicaid to anyone that needs it. They do come in spending privately for a period of time, which called which is called a spend down. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they can apply for and receive Medicaid benefits. State kicks in and they can continue living here.
0: Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. And And listen, I think Every senior deserves the best care. There shouldn't be, okay, well, you live here, so you get extra care. I mean, you may have more amenities or whatever at different facilities, but the care that people receive should be the same no matter where you're at socially, economically. And Kaylee Ridge uh, provides that. And I, I believe that I've spent time in a lot of different facilities. I know that you have too, and everybody needs to find their perfect place. And when I walk into Cayley Ridge and you guys just had a huge makeover, the building looks beautiful, but it just feels like you're coming home when you walk through the front door. Tell me a little bit about how you've seen Cayley Ridge change and maybe over 13 years, how you've seen even the industry change uh, for our seniors.
1: Interesting question. Well, the building was um, built in 1999 and it was built as um, independent apartments and was later purchased by other companies, became assisted living. And even back then, the building was lovely. I have seen some Medicaid communities. I mean, let's face it, we're on a budget and we do what we can. All buildings do. And at the end of the day, it's about quality of care, not necessarily the bells and whistles. So over the years, we have done what we could, but again, focus on quality of care to make everyone that walks in that door feel like family. We do have the family model here. The building is small enough with just 100 rooms that we all know each other. I know who is gluten-free and who likes black licorice (laughs) and who only drinks decaf. So because of the nature of this building, we are very family-oriented. Now, since we've had this remodel, which was a surprise to all of us, We not only are a wonderful Medicaid community, but I'm now considering us the premier Medicaid community in the area. It's As you should.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) stunning
1: what they've done. Our residents are so happy. And, you know, going back to what you had mentioned about everyone deserves something, a home care, (laughs) what we're finding is that so many communities are closing their doors because they're Medicaid and they can't make money. So consequently this has just become such a huge problem in this area i'm sure worldwide but especially in the denver area so for us to be able to continue existing and provide this for the families is phenomenal
0: yeah i agree and and you know my experience with optimal uh hospice care i worked as a liaison you know and and spent quite a lot of time there at kaylee ridge on a, a weekly basis and you're exactly right one of the a couple of memories that I have uh, going into to Kaylee, one of the most special ones is when we had uh, our music therapist come in and play for everybody. And those times I mention this all the time on this podcast. People are probably sick of me talking about music <laughs> therapy, but I, <laughs> I just think it is a beautiful thing to see everybody sit in the, the front room there on the couches. It is like a living room it 's yeah. family time, and everybody is singing and then you 've got uh, i can 't remember the gentleman 's name, but he gets up and does a solo and somebody jumps in and wants to play on the piano. It was just uh, it was just magical. And I think the best way—there was just joy and love in the room. I, I just think it was a great thing. And uh, the other thing—somebody, do they still do this? Uh, somebody comes in and just delivers flowers, like brings flowers in, and they—they they get delivered. You do that? Oh, tell a us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I have a relationship with our King Supers. Well, my King Supers in my neighborhood in Highlands Ranch. Big shout out to you guys, store number eight. <laughs> and um, they, they donate flowers. And for years I would go into King Supers and I would buy all the discounted flowers off the floor. And finally the manager came and she goes, what are you doing with all these right. flowers? And when I told her, she said, Debbie, we'll give them to you. Oh. So they call me and donate Buckets of flowers, and I'm able to bring them in and share them with the residents, and they love them.
0: Oh, they sure do! It is a special day. I love yes. seeing the ladies, especially walking around, coming and putting their little bouquets together. It's a it's a yes. beautiful thing.
1: And as you can imagine, um, so I'm going to pick
0: your brain here. F- yeah, Sorry. I'm going to pick your brain here for a little bit because one of the like kind of the mission of this podcast is you know we bring on Colorado industry leaders sharing their insights for senior care. Since you've been in the industry for so long, what are some of the things that you have you've tips and tricks for people as to help overcome this challenge? Uh, you know, it is a challenging time. Anytime somebody is bringing a loved one and they're transitioning from living at home to going to a facility, you work with those families and, and bring them in. Um, what are some of the things that you you've learned that help people? navigate that journey.
1: Jeff, one of the biggest things that I tell everyone that comes in, because I've gone through this with my own parents, is it becomes so cumbersome when you're caring for someone. And I hate to use that word, but it is a heavy load. And when someone moves into an assisted living situation, especially like this one where we are family, Everyone can assume their original roles. A, a caregiver becomes the wife again. The, the sister isn't just coming in to bring groceries. They go out and have their nails done. So everyone gets to reclaim their original roles and continue with a closer relationship.
0: I love that. that I, uh, getting their original, Going back to their original role, I love that line. Because I used to share something similar when I helped families transition their loved one into hospice care. And one of my biggest in our whole team, one of our biggest goals was we want to take the pressure off of you so that you could be the kid again. We just yes. I just want you to be the daughter or the son again. Let us carry the burden of the medical and, and the challenges there, because uh, family members deal a lot as they're caregiving um, with I don't know other words to, to, to use other than burnout. Like it's, it's really easy to, when you're taking on that burden, you can't stop thinking you feel like I can't leave them. I need to be there all the time and, and just carrying all of that weight on their shoulders. So that's a beautiful thing. Like when they move into a facility, when they move into Kaylee Ridge, you get to just take on your original role again. That's beautiful. Anything wanted- else that you, Go ahead, please.
1: Another great thing that I love about this community is we have a receptionist 24 hours a day. So, regardless of the time of day or night, there is someone at the front door to answer phones, let people in, take care of anyone in the middle of the night, along with mm. the 24 hour staff. But because of that, we have no set visiting hours. People can come and go whenever okay. they choose. So, if family members are out on a date or out to dinner and at 10 o'clock they want to swing by and say goodnight to mom, somebody's going to be here to let them in. And that is a huge, huge relief for so many people that come in because there is a little guilt attached to moving your family members into a community. But at the end of the day, they need the socialization. They need to do sure. around like-minded people. They need 24-hour care. And this is what we do. So when a family member gets that burnout that you are referencing, they're not taking care of themselves. And if they go down, then their loved one is going down. So it's, it's a win-win situation.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. If you don't have anything left in your own tank, you have nothing (laughs) to give. So self care is very important when you're helping transition your family members, uh, you know, kind of in this stage of their life. One of the things that I really appreciate about your team as I was working with uh, when I was on the hospice team is just the communication is, is so vital, so necessary in it. And working with Stephanie, working with Simone, working with Will, working with everybody, when somebody needed hospice care, or they needed a nurse to come in, it was fast. And I think one of the things that we have to do is work well together, like optimal home care and hospice care in your team. And when we're all doing our jobs well, then the seniors get the the care that they need, the care that they deserve. And so that communication is, is vital.
1: And it's huge for family members to hear that we partner with someone like Optimal because at end of life, the last thing they want to do is have their loved ones be removed from their home to go to a clinical setting. So along with your team, our team working collectively to give bedside care, comfort care, palliative, hospice care, counseling, it's a, it's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. And, and just from my own experience, there are sometimes when people hit stages that some facilities look at, okay, well now they've hit a stage that is too risky for us. So almost looking now it's time for them to move to a higher level of care with them. We need to get them here. And when that is necessary, obviously that needs to happen. But one of the things that I love, um, just about your team is there is an intense desire to fight for people to stay home. And by home, I mean, in, in their apartment at Kaylee Ridge. <laughs> so to stay here because transitioning uh, at that stage of life is in itself, very stressful and, and difficult for anybody. But um, I think it's, it's that heart of the Kaylee Ridge team that really provides uh, amazing care.
1: It's an honor to be with people at end of life too, along with your staff, our staff, uh, the family members. I mean, it is a complete honor, and to have someone stay in their home until they take their last breath is how everyone should be able to leave this earth.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, in your experience, and and I love that you started out as a teacher. I can see that in you. You know, there's <laughs> the teacher, and then moving into senior care. Um, and being in this industry for uh, for some time, what are some of the challenges that you see, maybe something having to do with Medicare or just coming into the facility? What are some things that people kind of get hung up on that is uh, difficult or they, oh, I didn't know this about Medicare or I, I didn't know this about uh, Kaylee Ridge and being able to get people in? Because as we have seniors and their families watching this podcast, I want them to walk away thinking, oh boy, Debbie, that point that Debbie made here, I didn't know we could we could do that. Uh, what are some things that you've learned through the years that we could pass on to those families?
1: The biggest and most important point is people get hung up on the cost of a community. Any community, whether it's a Medicaid, low income, private pay community, that it's costly. What they need to look at as the is the end game. After a spend-down period, and at Kaylee Ridge, it's a two-year spend-down period, meaning they're paying privately until they go on Medicaid. After people go onto Medicaid and they've satisfied that spend-down, that end game is when they go on Medicaid. Any care they were paying for goes away. We absorb that. Their Social Security continues to pay for part of their um rent here, as does the Medicaid or the state, they have to look at the end game. I keep I tell everyone that don't get hung up on your monthly costs right now. Get through the two years and then it all goes away. So don't then there's let, no worry. Right. Don't let that rent right now mm-hmm. shock you and frighten you. It's going to end and it's going to end well for you.
0: That's great. That's that's a that is the kind of tidbit that I think people need to hear because listen um, like I said, going to Kaylee Ridge and a bunch of other facilities, it is expensive. So the sticker shock can be like, well, wait a minute. We can't, we only have this much money saved up Their Dad's only got this much money and that's perfect. You know, there's, there's no, it takes the fear away. I think Absolutely. it takes the anxiety and the fear away.
1: Absolutely. And another thing I tell everyone is don't, don't wait so long that you've spent all your money. Don't, don't wait until you're on Medicaid because honestly, once people are on Medicaid, we can't accept them in this particular building. They come here and established residency. If they wait too long, and because there's so few Medicaid communities left, oftentimes they end up in skilled nursing when they don't even belong there mm-hmm. in a long-term care situation because they're on Medicaid and it's the only place left when they may not belong there. They're not yeah. ready for that. Yeah. So don't, don't miss the boat. Plan ahead.
0: That's that's a great point. I know that when we moved uh, my wife's mother from Chicago to to here and she was afraid to go into any kind of assisted living facility. She just like independent, she'd been living on her own for for decades and and it was just unsafe. So we moved her here and then when she moved in and was a part of a community for the first time in a long long time, it's like all so awesome. the lights came on. Yeah. yeah. I have friends. And even if she she wasn't always that social, but just sitting in the lounge and just being in, in the lounge with everybody moving around and just being a part of it, it was a beautiful thing. It was That's really huge. a beautiful thing.
1: We had a woman that moved in here who... Came in a little kicking and screaming, but it was time. And the daughter said she used to play the piano and she hasn't gone near the piano in years. Well, when her mom came here, we have a baby grand in the lobby. and mm-hmm. She started sitting down and playing the piano and now she plays three times a day. And I took a video when she first came in and sent it to her daughter, who was reduced to tears. She was so happy oh. to see that in her mom. But we see stories like this all the time and it's it's just so worthwhile for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for your time today. This was wonderful. It was worth the wait. It's worth a couple of months' wait to be able to get this. And thank you for what you do at Kaylee. I love the partnership that we have uh, with Optimal and and Kaylee Ridge. Like I said, we're, we're definitely – our theme at Optimal is we're better together. And that yes. goes not only for our teams, but it goes for our partnerships. And we are definitely better together. And uh, the seniors – benefit from that. So really appreciate that. Thank you again for your time.
1: Thank you so much. I enjoyed it and have a great day. I'll see you in the building.
0: (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, Debbie. So I forgot to say, don't, uh, I'm going to, that was perfect. That was great. This is going to be fun. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to stop this. Don't close your